listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hold up, let's take it from the top. I Fox, get my swerve on, floss pure rocks in the sixth drop. Boo, and it don't stop. See money straight, looking all right. Yeah, what up, Pop? Cross the room throwing signals. I'm throwing them back. Flirt in, cuz I dig you like that. Peep baby boy style. Hoping we match. You seeing me crown royale with a note attached. It said, you look like the type to know what you like. I took a tail from the jewels. You go for the ice. Plus, you wear the shoes well. The suit flows nice. I don't like the notes too well. Let's be more precise meet me by the vip let's powwow whisper in my ear like boo let's bounce now i'm about to say peace to my mans for you when it's all said and done i got plans for you he said "Ooh, baby hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen gotta get you home with, with me tonight, tonight. oh baby uh we are live on a saturday before the hurricane hit charlotte yes um so you know i, I think it's been downgraded to a tropical depression or something now Probably um, has. even though you know obviously it's still causing flooding and water and yeah. streets and stuff it's still slow moving we don't know how bad it will get it but it doesn't seem like we'll get it too bad so wind and rain at the most yeah, it sounds yeah like we're not getting no rain. flooding because you know me and roger talked about it the way the news chopping it up you would think the whole state is underwater and that's not a true statement yeah they keep like cut interspersing the footage of the warnings with like pictures of other counties and stuff but a lot of the stuff they're showing is from the beach right so it's like, here's wilmington it's like well of course wilmington's underwater wilmington's right. the closest to sea level right. and it's, they're like right at the ocean right it got hit the longest and stuff but you know i have no idea what it's doing to cities like ours i don't think it's doing that much but Mm -mm. anyway we're staying indoors staying safe staying strapped up so you know we should be good if you're worried about us uh don't you know (laughs) we good but at least we know we love because honey everybody worried about us even the people that some of our favorite restaurants was worried about us the lady yesterday made me started laughing she's like an older black lady and she was like y'all good everything okay y'all prepared i was like yes ma'am we good yeah she was like y'all got batteries y'all got flashlights y'all got candles y'all got we, like, we got everything <laughs> she, she wanted to be sure she's like, i'm gonna make sure i get this tip all right and y'all live to come back uh but yeah it's a feedback show so we talk about all the stuff that you had to say about the things that we had to say the week before and we did get plenty of feedback this week and we will be reading Yay, it. i like feedback all right and uh we will be talking about it um and of course you can do all that stuff by leaving us five star reviews on itunes you can go to uh stitcher and leave us five star reviews you can go to the black guy who com, leave comments on the episodes vote in the polls you can leave comments on your votes in the polls it's a very interactive experience and there's a lot of ways to have your voice heard and we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the we official do. weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball the bullet ball extreme and let's give a shout out to all the people that took the time out to give us money you go to the blackgaltest.com on the right hand side there's a donate button if you would just like to become a re- recurring donator or something like that you can just do that and boom we get money and we like to shout you guys out we do dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day new day 
new money yes sir shout out to our girl ray sani she's writing for uh rail the new the new tv show on fox uh starring uh Lorel howley so shout out to her she stay working now don't she stay about. working that black autist bump is real mm-hmm. uh tanya s thank you so much for your current donation dana w we appreciate you virginia g thank you so much mm-hmm. samuel h jr appreciate you wanga what up mate uh we got a one-time donation from stephen s who says putting my five on it love you guys see you at the live show well, we will Yay, see you thank you kelly c thank you so much kelly lisa d thank you lisa jane m we appreciate you our girl shirley wong esquire please say the esquire you better she earned it cynthia d thank you so much cynthia tiffany b we appreciate you tiffany ashia b thank you so much design t thank you mm-hmm. alfonso m appreciate you damian jackson Ooh, i am for real thank you so much uh celeste m thank you celeste autumn w thank you autumn yes kyle k we appreciate you kyle joy m we appreciate you as well my brother rodney thank you rodney yep uh bambi uh doc uh dr h thank you very much for the for the donation yes and uh that's everybody so uh appreciate y'all for hooking us up on this rainy day i know right there is a love and a joy that you promised me tell me it's all right the truth is I almost gave up my power that I can't explain. Oh, it goes power, y'all. Fell from heaven like a shower. Now, I know it would hurt y'all, but still, I smile. Come on. Even though it hurts me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. Hallelujah. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. Show what hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? Whatever you're in right now. Smile for me. Can you just smile for me? <laughs> and the people say, oh, 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 hey. All right, let's talk about these five-star reviews. We got two on iTunes today. Yes. And none on none on Stitcher. Um, Flygirl8984 says, Cousins in my head. I have listened to this show since 2011 and it simply gets better and better the hosts are genuine thoughtful and delightfully irreverent rod and karen make you feel at home it's like sitting on your favorite auntie's porch with your hilarious cousins if you're not listening yet what are you doing with your life five stars thank you thank you and last one five stars this is from steph simpson who says one of the greats five stars since i first discovered you guys back in 2014 i was hooked you guys get me through my commute and my workday and make navigating this increasingly ridiculous world a little more palatable your segments are ripe with hilarious insight depth and compassion and i'm very appreciative of how you and karen are able to sometimes uh put a humorous spin on otherwise dreary stories mm-hmm. we try our best <laughs> in the last uh in the last couple of years i've had to tap out of 
nightly and 24-hour news channels almost completely as it has become more depressing you and me both correct also when you tap out one of the things i notice is you see a little bit more how how much of it is about anxiety right and making you feel anxious and that the only thing that would cure this is watching more of what you're watching to get more information so that you can eventually feel better but in the age of trump when you have such a horrible person in the white house who's so inept and everything is breaking news and he's so scandalous it really uh can inundate you to the point where you're overwhelmed because there is no good news coming there is no Mm -mm. presence like i I read something before we came on the air that was like donald trump is gonna um visit north carolina and that's something that presidents have done forever they visit places they have disasters and and things of this nature and i was thinking to myself what is this child gonna do like he's not like what is he gonna make me feel like everything's okay is he gonna assess the damage and mm-mm, mm-mm. decide you know he's like gonna make up numbers yeah like this is a guy who won't admit how many people died in puerto rico because of hurricane maria i don't think i can d- despise a man more than him and i don't see why him coming here would assuage anything this is not like with obama where you at least felt you had an adult you felt that you know this is a man who was capable of some level of compassion i think donald trump is the opposite um george w bush was so inept you i mean it's like he's flying over you know destroyed houses in new orleans talking about good job brownie and shit like this this you know you just feel like what's the point and uh, i just think about that a lot when with trump how a lot of this news that well well there'll be some calming presence of some adults in charge at some point you're never gonna get that so why even watch the news 24 7 yep so you know and the thing is for uh truth be told uh just because you quote unquote tap out it don't mean you're not aware because certain things no matter what you're going to hear about but you don't need to hear about every fucking thing that's released it will drive you up the wall and i think it's purposefully and strategically designed to fucking exhaust people it's designed to beat people down it's designed to make people give up it's designed to make people lose hope like it's designed to do that yeah i just i i I, i've been thinking about it i don't think it's the news is designed to do that i think it's a byproduct of what they do because they're basically designed to get you to pay attention so that you watch it and give give them money for you know so the sponsors give them money for their ads and that's why when you look at the screen it's past the breaking point of the average human but if you turn on any you know msnbc cnn fox all of them have the same basic format for espn even um scrolling news at the bottom headlines um you know all types of different images and moving panels all over this the screen Mm -hmm. you know to the left and right like a Mm -hmm. list of topics and Mm -hmm. all that type of stuff you know and it's designed to 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 get you to it's like it's almost like uh pop-ups on your computer correct it's just designed to get your attention and 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 it overwhelms people and, and makes us tap out for some of us but there's some people that watch that shit 24 7 they just turn it on in the background and it's always on and you know i noticed when i had it on uh uh even with this weather thing 
every time i have it on it's just depressing it just makes me it pulls it sucks the 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 happy feelings out of me yeah then like i said i think that's the purpose of it in my opinion like i understand you said about it's almost like an addiction that's the yeah that's the purpose the, is to get you addicted i don't think the purpose is to burn you out a lot of us get burned out but if the purpose was to burn you out then how do they even make money i don't know <laughs> but yeah they make money from commercials i do know, you know? I, mean, I mean yeah, so, yeah so, they make money from commercials but the byproduct too is hey you are gonna have some audience that you actually are absolutely. trying to addict this like fuck it i'm not I, i'm cutting this drug off i can't do this absolutely but it's kind of like facebook that's true like people go oh facebook depresses you no that's a byproduct of what facebook does they didn't set out to depress you no they just don't give a fuck about you correct so, so if you get depressed because you can't stop clicking on things and they can't stop showing you your friends fighting with each other or this fake news article that everyone's outraged about or this topic that really isn't going to matter in 24 hours but everyone needs to fight and fuss about you know whether cardi b and Nicki minaj are right or wrong and ghetto and all this type of shit that that those topics are inconsequential in the big scheme of life but in those moments they feel very intense and people argue and they fall out and all that stuff well the click the key to facebook isn't they don't care if you fall out with your friends Mm -mm. they just want you to click the next thing so that they can show an ad you know so that that's the thing i'm saying not not that not that uh like i i agree that that people getting burned out is happening i just don't think it's the purpose they 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 think the purpose is selling ads and it works unfortunately mm-hmm. you know but yeah it burns me out i can't front and 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 when you talk to people that watch that kind of shit all day it's all it's like you can tell yeah that the, yeah they're very negative a lot of times a lot of them are very depressed whether they know it or not it's some form of depression because it's it's such you're bombarding yourself with so much sadness and studies have showed as much as people don't want to admit this people that disconnect from social media and people that um don't spend as much time on social media people that don't bombard us they actually have a more positive outlook on life yeah to me i was gonna say i can tell because people are um they're a bit callous to certain things like it's more about scoring a point it's more about a debate it's more about winning it's more like because those are the things that those shows value um and i try to and i try my best to not make our show like that Mm -mm. you know i don't want to have it where me and karen are debating i don't want to have it we bring on a guest to argue with us oh no that's not happening yeah i don't you know i don't want to have it where the whole show's just fucking depressing you know all the time like you know and some shows that's what they are yeah a trigger warning this it's uh this this thing is happening here's another sad thing here's another sad thing we don't have anything funny to say we have to be very serious and appropriate about these discussions and you know even the things that start out funny we turn it into something very serious and not funny like i try to avoid that because like you said in your review um it can burn you out yeah and also to me it's one of those things where you know to each his own and a lot of times uh when because there is an audience for that like you said they constantly are consumed by that so you're going to have that audience and something and i think that because we make jokes about any and everything sometimes regardless of how serious it is we may limit our audience but i am okay with that because the world is fucked up and so a lot of people come to us as a form of escape and uh my thing is i want to 
be that as much as i can yes we do talk about serious things yes sometimes it's like nah we ain't joking today but you know overall i want it to be somewhat of, of, of a positive or a break away from these things and we'll talk about it but we will put our own funny uh spin on it versus everything is nobody knows the trouble i've seen right yeah it's a very fine line and we try to walk it uh through the podcast i'm still able to stay informed on these issues that really affect our community this review was a long time coming i apologize for dragging my feet i don't use itunes and stitcher for some reason it doesn't work on my phone or computer i'll be seeing the live show next week and i'm super excited to meet you guys but there was no way i'd be able to look my passes in the eyes without putting five on it i just hope florence acts right and doesn't crash the party keep up the good work i love and appreciate everything you two do thank you thank you and we're really glad that some of you guys are going to be coming to the live show and mm-hmm. decided five to put this, uh, these reviews on it so that when we we're gonna be like you leave a five-star review I'm gonna mm-hmm. be a lot of uh hanging heads and shame so y'all better get on it yeah so but seriously thank you thank um, you for checking us out and supporting us and oh shit uh all right there you go uh thank you for checking us out and supporting us and all that stuff um, yeah now you can look at the other people and be judgmental we had uh episodes on um, last week let's talk about them some of you left feedback for some of them 1751 the soul the spice and everything nice um we had no comments but we had a poll with comments are you happy for the return of pumpkin spice yes nah or meh 45 percent of y'all are like me you are happy for the return of the pumpkin spice six percent are not happy which is a lot lower number than i thought it would be 49 percent are meh they don't care one way or the other which is fine that you're probably secret pumpkin spice fans <laughs> they ain't came out the pumpkin spice closet yet mm-hmm. come out the pumpkin spice patch uh susan says i'm happy because the run- return to pumpkin spice will make rod happy thank you susan trapping is a hobby says you forgot to put yes as an option and veggie vixen <laughs> veggie vixen says i really don't like pumpkin spice drinks but i'm all for the candles decorating pumpkin seeds so i guess i'm on the everything nice of the pumpkin spice and everything nice arena giggle man welcome to the clue i'm gonna count you anyway Mm -hmm. you don't have to like it all but Mm -hmm. if you're excited about the return then that's then you in the game that's it we got episode 1752 serena sephora and susan (laughs) very uh very fun episode it was um i almost called her serena sophia and susan but <laughs> i thought that's what you was gonna name it frankly frankie says nigga i laughed till i couldn't see your white girl voice for the bride segment was too funny i laughed the entire okay well i just scroll back to the top okay let me scroll back to the bottom all right <clears throat> i laughed the entire story but what made me uh couldn't breathe was when you got to the end of the cut of the cousin's rebuttal where she basically said as for her south american backpacking trip she got y'all shook and that bitch ain't got going no goddamn where that the baby's gonna be all right that took me out i heard that it was like okay her cousin must be black uh ashley writes in hi rod and karen i want to drop a quick note to briefly give some insight into foundations and why sometimes they may seem to get darker or oxidized throughout the day karen was not being with not being familiar with makeup i can understand how all the terminology and things can be overwhelming with some liquid foundations oxidization oxidization happens 
um when the heat and the natural oils from your skin to start, start to mix with the foundation throughout the day the heat and the oils cause the pigment and the foundation to intensify this is why sometimes the foundation may be a half shade to a shade darker by the end of the day for or within a few hours depending on your skin type if you find that foundation oxidizes but not enough to make a big difference here's a tip make sure when applying the foundation you blend it down the front of your sides or your neck so that the color will be seamless and bring balance to both the face and the neck if you do even <laughs> it's turned to a makeup tutorial <laughs> if you do end up having to exchange the foundation don't fret makeup shopping and find and finding what's best for you is basically trial and error especially as a woman of color sometimes it takes trying different techniques and formulations to find what works best again i understand how this can all be under overwhelming but they have return exchange policies for this reason as a professional in the makeup industry i could just sit silent when it seeing you i couldn't just sit silent when it seeing you and maybe even some of the listeners could be curious about the foundation oxidized oxidation talk uh i hope this message receives you well i'm looking forward to traveling to charlotte next week and i can't wait to see you both live thank you yay i won't be applying it but thank you <laughs> you won't be applying it Mm-mm, your mama gonna be doing it right that's true that's true uh brooklyn shuve says it's been nearly a week and that serena controversy still has me deep in my feelings i can feel her frustrations and i don't know if i could have handled it so gracefully i'm just tired of black people getting disrespected and folks tripping over themselves to say there's no double standard or racism involved this country was built on racism and patriarchy and classism it's in everything i agree mm-hmm falcons diva says hey rod and karen okay I, so i was hoping I will be able to make a thoughtful post about the u.s open but my emotions are still on 100 i was there last minute trip that my friend and i booked thursday night i was finally going to see my queen you probably don't remember but i wrote in after mm-hmm. the last time i went to the u.s open right i had tickets to the finals serena lost in the semifinals and i cried right after watching naomi uh previous two matches uh i was fully prepared to watch serena lose but not like that being in the stadium you couldn't hear what was going on but this point and the match penalty showing up on the board i was frantically texting my friend trying to get in uh get the info it was so crazy needless to say i cried when they both were crying on the podium i still can't watch the full video of serena talking to that raggedy ass umpire because i get so angry and serena was so calm about it much calmer than when she threatened to shut a ball down that lady's throat in 2009 i think it was 2009 oh well some folks some friends have joked that i'm a u.s open jinx i'm actually withholding the souvenir i bought one friend she was the first to make that comment and i'm still in my feelings maybe she'll get it next week anyway i can't wait to see you guys thursday <laughs> and she, she might not get it i would just keep it in brand prancing uh, me keep it my mm. gift to me that is team petty right there uh classic rv lover says hi rod and karen this episode was too much karen calling sephora sophia uh and saying that she blacked it rod reading in his white bride and the bride white's cousin voice damn it took me out sometimes getting to tbgwt as you dive is uh, uh, uh listening to tbgwt as you drive is damn near taking your life in your own hands <laughs> fifteen hundred dollars my fat black ass shaking my damn head <laughs> kc cologne okay that's how you pronounce it kc cologne says i was not physically prepared for the voiceover of the letters i listened to this episode twice just to re-listen that was funny shit thank you mm-hmm. i i've been it so... was hilarious i actually re-listened to it at work mm-hmm. listen i'm actually here 
uh but a lot of times you know we're interacting and shit like that but i actually sat down like actually let's do it that shit was fucking hilarious and the way you emoted the emotions i was like yes so very white girl is you yes thank you to everybody for the compliments it's really flattering and i was uh very happy this week to hear you know so much feedback about that specific episode because mm-hmm. you know i was reading that for the first time uh, as well and just being like you know it would be funny if i did this in a white girl's voice i didn't know how long it was gonna be but um it, it was speaking to my soul and then her cousin had her response it was come on it was fun man so thank you i'm glad you guys enjoyed it that's what we're here for to make people laugh and stuff mm-hmm. and think trace windu says hey rod and karen thanks for another great episode and kevin hart's voice i wasn't ready i wasn't ready i wasn't ready for that voice rod even listening to the show live that voice had me laugh my black ass off also of course congrats on the live show thanks thanks again you guys thank you mm-hmm. and lastly eve says i have to be honest i was blocking people left and right saturday and sunday for saying anything negative about serena no one uh, who hasn't played at that level of their sport could understand how it must feel to be constantly singled out when you're trying your best i feel that she's passionate about her game but in her but in her people calling her a brat and in the men they call it passion mm it's sexism and racism pure and simple that being said naomi did the damn thing but i don't think it's an accident that they keep erasing her haitian heritage by constantly referring to her as only japanese correct she's mixed race but in this country she's seen as a black woman funny how she's just japanese when she's playing serena it's weird because like i've heard several different accounts and i guess it's all anecdotal but i didn't see because uh, i saw i was listening to firestarter and tone was saying he saw a bunch of black people saying she ain't black she japanese um and i saw the opposite the whole time like uh because it's not like that's her first match like Mm-mm. she's always talking about how she's haitian uh when other black people talk about her they're like she haitian and japanese um the wikipedia change to uh, is japanese and she represents japan and they took haiti out of her bio so that to me wasn't a black thing that's something that somebody else did to be like she's not black or brown or whatever but i don't know when you look at that girl you look at her hair who who the fuck is not thinking she's some kind of brown or black right anyway that's not even important to me not like I, i it sucks that her whole that her win was spoiled by by that bullshit you know um and my thing with with serena is i like i think a lot of people got into this and 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 by the way you know if this is your your stance i'm not debating it but a lot of people got into this thing of like you can't say she was upset you can't say she was yelling you can't say she got mad you can't say she ran it you can't say she had a meltdown you can't say she had a tantrum you can't say da 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 um and maybe that's how people feel i personally feel the opposite where i'm like even if she did what's the fucking big deal because because that's not something that's never happened in tennis before right um and i don't think what she did was so egregious that the ref couldn't use his discretion to be like i'm not gonna fucking penalize her game i'm gonna let her get this out of her system and then let it go because serena is a fucking winaholic she don't yes. like losing 
she 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 has gotten into it with judges before a couple times but it's not some constant shit like McEnroe for the people that keep making that comparison McEnroe was far worse um and her her his whole rant, career he constantly showed his ass right even this this game that people are talking about was so egregious would not rank in the top 50 of fucking john McEnroe rants it's not even close but um yeah i, I think one of the things that just did not come into play for a lot of people that or they just refuse to view it this way because as far as they're concerned it's like well it's just this one situation with this ref Mm-mm. but to me this is serena calling in her marker she's like look i'm 36 or whatever i've endured over 20 years of you guys being this way i'm playing as the favorite uh in my own country at the u.s open um i'm i'm calling in my marker to say y'all gonna stop doing this shit i'm y'all are gonna treat me the way that y'all supposed to treat somebody in my position and there's a lot of reasons that y'all don't partially being that i am a black woman um from compton regardless of me being the best y'all won't see me that way and i think that's a, a big part of it and even with the uh the umpire being a quick trigger umpire and all that type of shit there's still to me his reaction was basically you're not gonna talk to me like this as a black woman i can't prove that nobody oh, yeah. can prove but, it but yeah that's why he but that's me. how i felt and you know i think i don't think i'm alone i think a lot of people felt that he said that i'm not taking this shit off this black woman and maybe to some people they they're able to look at it and go nope that had nothing to do with it it it, i I can't even understand why that would come up and for me i can't not see it and if people want to disagree or have a problem with me saying that then too bad you know like then we just disagree that and this ref is a fucking problem men have said i you won't ref for me because you're a fucking terrible official nobody they didn't get together and boycott that nigga they didn't get together and say but we not gonna ref your games did they no what the fuck are we talking about here right and even in that response it feels very much like but see this proves serena's point because y'all want to unionize behind y'all want to boycott her matches behind this shit y'all and y'all really want to boycott not because of what she did but because people said she got a point that's why y'all want to boycott mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she brought she tied it into the sexism of the tournament you know and god y'all and luckily for them she's graceful enough to be like i'm gonna keep it to sexism because she could be like and racism because there's white women that could have gone up there and said that shit and he wouldn't have called that fucking mm-hmm. that penalty mm-hmm. so anyway that's how i felt but this is the problem with racism sexism all the isms if you can't prove it like you almost gotta catch the dude being like serena you bitch and then then it's like okay yes that's definitely something he said to her because she's a woman and for some people it still wouldn't be enough. right but i'm just saying more people would be like okay we caught him if she if he would have said serena you nigger a lot of people would have been like okay before i didn't really have nothing to say now i do got something to say that's kind of how this felt to me where it's like you know what he's gonna get away with this because he has plausible deniability mm-hmm. you can't prove he did this because he was like ain't no black woman talking to me like this mm-hmm. you can't prove it so that's what we get anyway right you may but but um anyway my main point being i don't even care if she was angry and ranting and all that shit nope. like i'm not gonna argue semantics about it so she should have that right it shouldn't cost her a fucking game 
what i don't understand why we can't have both lebron james cusses out somebody in the NF- nba i've never seen him get kicked out of a game because lebron james if fucking draymond would do that shit then he gonna he get ejected like he lead the league in ejections because it's like who the fuck you think you are talking to me like that anyway rye you made me nearly pee myself when you were reading that bridezilla story in your white woman voice when you were raising your voice i about died i think the groom dodged a bullet he really did yes he did imagine having lived the rest of your life with her he was like oh i'm trying to do something more reasonable and you act like i'm crazy for saying you know what let's do something fancy in vegas to death d park because you know it wasn't gonna stop there oh no it's gonna get worse is it is fifteen hundred dollars too much to ask for a wedding gift yes no or i mean you can ask but your ass ain't getting it (laughs) 31 percent said yes it's too much to ask one percent said no so it's good to know that that lady listens to this podcast and 68 percent said i mean you can ask but your ass ain't getting it karen what would you have voted oh you can ask but you ain't getting it ask all you motherfucker want to brooklyn shoebag says 1500 dollars. kiss my ass you have to be blood if you expect anything over 50 dollars ct says listen anyone short of my daughter getting married is going to get a smooth 250 dollars or less i don't know what to tell you homie if i get a bill for 1500 dollars, i'm just going to assume you don't want to be friends no more <laughs> i don't blame you right damn shame we couldn't be friends what happened i'm motherfucker sent me a bill for 1500 dollars go to their wedding that's what happened All right we, uh, we we guess we don't know talking terms then mm-hmm. she must think she got some rich friends come on uh all right we had episode 1753 getting laid uh miss jackson says i'm very disappointed in you rod how dare you not play the i hate slavery clip oh i guess you're talking about that plantation <laughs> wedding uh is cole says dear morrows first off y'all been in top form leading up to your live show which i'm bummed i'll miss but hopefully it's the first of many that story about schools bringing back spankings and whoopings as black parents call it seems par for the course it seems like every day we hear about politicians trying to take us back to the old days when white men ran roughshod over everybody i agree with rod the proposal is kind of weak uh compared to how my mama used to whoop me she was a master with a belt and hot wheels track Ooh, not the hot wheels track Mm-mm-mm. that's that abuse i uh i uh <laughs> i remember one time it's funny like i got hit with a belt and a switch i'm like nigga you got abused it's because it, it's, it's different than mine but i remember one time i went down my boy's house and he got in trouble for some shit man his mama pulled out extension cord i ran out that house so fast like i don't want to be a witness to a crime like I, yeah i had spankers like that yeah i i don't i can't relate my parents hit me with is either a belt or a switch like my mama it was like whatever was the closest in hand yeah dang man <sighs> black people man we gotta do better don't hit your kids if you listen to this talk to them um the fact that the that woman had to call cassidy to shame her black friend for not wanting to attend her plantation wedding peak call cassidy her friend was so nice in her reply way nicer than i would have been same for the guy who pulled a gun on those black students but thinking about that white female police officer takes me back to alton sterling white people are out of control and it's so scary thankfully we have you two to lighten the bad news thank you thanks mm-hmm. jerry uh alicia says my old ass didn't know how to leave a comment underneath the show so i'm sending the email <laughs> uh, i copied and put this on the 
I don't think. I just wanted to let you know that I am one of those black parents that I tuned my 17 year old's ass at the time when I found some purchases on the in, inappropriate Google searches. Also, he was playing a, a people's phones at two o'clock in the morning and acting up at school. Needless to say, he didn't have that phone for more than three months and now he's 10 with no phone. <laughs> love y'all and please do more guest the race that's my favorite part of the show thank you thank you alicia yep sometimes you got to let them hang themselves you be like, oh, you know what you're not responsible enough nope mm-hmm. fireworks says hey guys i wanted to make a comment and ask a question on the dallas cop slash mr jean sad oh mr jean uh sad unfortunate situation was the un- officer in uniform because if she was when do you know police officers leave their homes go to work do a shift and come home all in uniform my brother is a police officer in new york and i know he doesn't do that maybe other city states are different but my point is that the story has a lot of holes but not surprised well i'm gonna be honest man this story has turned black people into some like detectives yeah because other shit that came out i don't know if it's true or not you're like wow like it's a uh, videos online of her actually moving out of the apartment complex yeah that's that's not yeah the, that the, i just want to say that's not what i'm talking about right. like those news updates mm-hmm. i'm talking about the stuff where it's like well if it was dark then how did she see the silhouette unless there was light coming from a window did they have an open window at the time and i don't know like i'm not like i'm not i don't need to break down whether or not she's telling the truth that has no relevance to me the truth of the facts are she walked into the wrong apartment somehow and shot a man i actually don't need a lot more Mm -mm. like it seems like everyone's trying to debate this on her terms and the police's terms uh he had weed in the system i mean but if he had weed then how come is it his blood then what does she smoke weed i don't even care mm, sure don't. there should be no scenario where a police officer can just walk into the wrong house and kill a motherfucker like oops my bad i thought it said 1478 no so yeah i, I haven't really been inclined to to get into the oh no the semantics what if they did mm-hmm. this did they know each other did I they don't, not don't give a fuck if they i mean if you if you if the if the court finds that or detectives find that right or, or, the, or the lawyer or a private investigator finds that then sure let's discuss it but i'm at don't walk in people's houses and kill them that's that's where i'm at you're right i'm not going be past that point yeah no, like, i don't need to know who's fucking fingerprints on the doorknob like you you did kill this man everyone knows it just that's, that's not even disputable so you should go to jail the fuck is that uh amani says do you know how pissed agent peterson has to be at that georgia news you mean all he had to do is become a teacher i could put these child beating hands in good use and nobody would say anything <laughs> man you walk into the motherfucking office and principal agent peterson in there Mm-hmm. bro you might as well just kill me bro i don't i don't want <laughs> i'm a grown i don't man. want that paddling i'm a grown man and i don't want that uh brooklyn shoe Bay says chad and all his dude bro glory i don't know why this story amused me so much considering that some innocent black man got a gun pulled on them well it did have a lot of positives black twitter csi to the rescue the 1980 slang racist white dude losing his job and his wife in the process turns out he was married damn he lost his wife too and of course yeah because he was up there trying to fuck some college student makes sense and of course i'm gonna get laid bro what about you and of course the fact that no one got shot i listened to you two break down the story three times because i was chuckling so hard yeah i'm gonna get laid mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you going upstairs get laid his wife was like oh really 
a fucking loser. Somebody was like, Becky, did you see this? What? Gonna tap some cooch, bro. Uh, K. Swindu says, Hey, Rod and Karen, I always in the back of my mind figured some crazy shit like this would happen in Airbnb. When I first heard about them, it threw me for a loop. People staying in someone else's home that they don't know. She, Clay Davis. You know, you don't know that person from fucking Adam. Everybody has to be careful out, out there here these days. It's bad enough POC have to deal with possible racism from renting an Airbnb. Then you throw in this weirdo shit into the mix too. Be safe out there, y'all. Yeah. He's talking about the Airbnb story where the mm-hmm. man was recording. Yeah, Cause them. I know a lot of people use Airbnb. They never had no problems. It's mm-hmm. always been a positive experience, you know? So from that perspective, I understand, but also there's these other factors that people take account of where some people are like i won't use it because it's it's a lot of unknown and this shit can happen to you at a regular ass hotel too please don't get me wrong but it's in between that and somebody's home i just feel like they got footage of all of us naked somewhere of course whether it's a hotel uh whether it's, someone's hacked your xbox something. cameras is everywhere they got you somewhere like somebody's You're sitting there naked speaking the series you somewhere right. somebody got you doing whatever things you don't want them to see uh, I'm so over how this Botham John is, how Botham John is being treated in the wake of his murder by that white woman. They are trying it and I'm over that bullshit. How dare you try to blame a man for getting murdered in his own house by someone who didn't live there. This world is trash, Ryder Karen. Anybody who thinks that's okay to treat him that way is fucking trash. Thanks again, Ryder Karen. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it's over the shut case to me, man. I don't understand like i keep seeing all these news reports and i'm like why the fuck would any of this matter to me like honestly (laughs) he could have had a gun you understand what i'm saying he could have had a gun and shot at her and i still would be like why the fuck were you in his house shooting at people none of this end yeah nothing you have there's nothing you can say because texas texas is a state where like you expect to get fucking shot coming in somebody's house it's crazy EVE says, I really hope that Brazil stories become a regular part of the show with sound effects and all. I love it. Brazil stories are the best. But this bit here has some damn nerve. Uh, <laughs> she posted that shit on Reddit and deleted it because believe it or not, most of the people came for her neck and now she's embarrassed. I really hope her black friend saw the post because it went viral. This was all, this was the way she knows that this woman isn't really her friend. If I was the black girl, I'd still spend a uh, send a present on the inside is a doo doo surprise. <laughs> what? What? A doo doo surprise? <laughs> Are you gonna sprinkle glitter on it? What the hell is happening here? <laughs> What's the surprise? You open it, confetti come out for this doo doo. That way, the bride knows exactly what I think of my friendship. Oh, a piece of shit. Oh, is it dog shit? Is it your <laughs> shit? What are the rules to the doo doo surprise? I'm out of the duty surprise <laughs> game, guys. I don't think I'm a, not been I'm that not upset. participating in that one, no. Uh, do you think black people do plantation weddings? Yes, all the time. Yes, but fair, very rarely. Or, man, hell no. No. 3% think yes, all the time. <laughs> Who are you talking about? The, the few Republicans out there? What, what the fuck are we talking about here? Yes, all the time. <laughs> I'm just no, trying for to, them niggas I can understand. I'm just trying to picture black people doing multiple fucking plantation ways, dog. You I confusing the people it. that own the place? Everybody's confused. Uh, right. Even the racist people that own the place got right. black. Now you, sh- now you know. 
okay now ma'am we will take this deposit but before we take right? it they explain we just it to want you. a triple check you know this is a plantation right planta- planta- plantation right this is johnson plantation right the cotton plantation the rice plantation right, right. you know this okay. right that right there is a slave quarters it's an old slave come on quarters you're okay with this they you used sure? to make their own lasso like do, do you really understand what i'm what i'm saying here yes but very rarely 28 percent and 69 percent say man hell no uh cory b says what if ralph angel ever gets back with dollar and gets married at one on the family's land would that count as getting married on a plantation i mean technically there are some real life black folk who have hundreds of acres of farmland that's not what makes a plantation they would call it a plantation you can own a bunch of land and not call it a plantation spill says i mean my mama jumped the broom with some random man in, in his mama living room in 89 close but no cigars i guess nope no cigars yeah i don't think that's really even close to be mm-hmm. honest with you uh in the last episode was 1754 hurricane overdraft fees because i had to come up with some better names for hurricanes because motherfuckers are not scared enough of hurricanes to leave come on i saw an article before we came on the show that was like oh this woman said she wishes she had left during florence and i'm like you were on the phone talking to the news the whole time mm-hmm. you could have escaped you could have left your you could have took your ass out there anytime she was like now i'm on the third floor of my house because the first floor is is flooded and i'm like okay could have they told you to leave now i'm sitting on my roof so i didn't think it would actually be bad what the fuck you the fuck you thought it was like you on the beach man you're not in belmont or some shit like you you know right. you're close to the beach right you know when you look at your window of fucking dolphins and, and sharks are floating by it's a problem <laughs> right all right the uh we had three comments angela says we were so excited about coming to your live show my brother surprised me with tickets as soon as we, they went on sale oh now thanks to hurricane florence my plan is a shot we live on the coast of north carolina in a mandatory evacuation zone not only that but because of my job we are considering first responders so no live show for us hope this is not the last one you do oh i hate to hear that baby sorry to hear it, angela brooklyn shoe Bay says necking that shit ain't no new game my brother and his friends used to do that in the fifth fourth grade eighth grade uh fourth through eighth grade uh we used to call it open neck for a while they would also play a game called open chest oh uh, I, I know that one so if you hit somebody in the chest hit somebody in the chest yeah y'all want to fight what the fuck is this testosterone yeah like you left your chest open so i get to punch you in it what girls don't never do that mm-hmm i'm not sure why nobody put a stop to it i guess it was the 1980s and nobody really cared as long as nobody died evie says i've already had the pleasure of meeting you two at negocon but i'm so bummed that i'll miss your live show due to my travel schedule if you have another one i'm hoping to make it but i wanted to wish you both the best of luck and i hope you have a blast thanks thank you um so yeah sorry for the people that can't make it but we're gonna still have a good time Mm -hmm. and can't wait to give everybody their stuff and uh play games and Mm -hmm. and still got a few little last minute stuff to do but i'm sing some of our stuff and all that kind of sign stuff and meet people and Mm -hmm. hug handshake or Mm -hmm. high five people like all that stuff man it's gonna be a fucking good time and they're calling for uh very sunny uh skies on wednesday thursday friday this week so Mm -hmm. uh hopefully by then everything's straight with the weather and you guys are it should be 
guys will be here and we'll enjoy ourselves all right um the poll was should the serial don and dasher dude be put in prison because i was like i don't know what the rules are to that it's gonna be interesting to see how that case plays out if it goes to court um because it could be precedent setting yes yes he should go to jail karen prison no because he got felonies that's why i said prison yes he should go to prison no or check please karen <laughs> yes no or check please <laughs> uh i guess check please i guess you buy something you have to pay because like, Wait, like you said, said check please so you gonna leave You're oh not gonna answer oh leave oh leave oh leave oh like leave leave oh okay joke, <laughs> check please that's what he says before he leaves oh ah okay and then he like i'm out mm-hmm. um that's a iffy one like i said is uh no i don't see how you legally can but i do understand because it's a serial thing and they don't link this shit together so it's like oh you're frauding restaurants mm-hmm. you know out of money you're consuming their food you know um so from that perspective i can see the restaurants actually coming in and be like hey y'all you order something you did not pay for it yeah, that's right for the restaurant mm, makes sense um and so yes 43 percent say you should go to prison 28% say no and 30% say check please. Brooklyn Shoebay says, Rod, you brought up some very good points regarding the Don and Dash guy. I never even thought about it this, that way. It's technically Don and Dash if the data's still there. Sitting there from some of the reports I heard, the women would get there and he would have already been there and eaten. Then would leave while they were, she was waiting on her food to arrive. I'm not sure oh. if that was for all the cases. Maybe I'm petty, but I feel like the only people that get hurt in Don and Dash cases are the servers who don't get tips. I agree yeah that's the worst uh and yeah i like i said scumbag behavior uh i do mm-hmm. think something should happen to him i don't know I, I it'll be interesting if it's precedent setting you know and if the genders were reversed how would people feel correct that's just a question i have um all right um let's get into our emails uh i don't think we have any voicemails at least we didn't last yesterday uh, I guess I can open up that program and see. Let me see. If anything's running. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think we had any any emails though, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then I'll get to our. I mean, what did I say? Emails. I don't think we had any voicemails, if I'm not mistaken. But I'll open up Skype and double check real quick. Um, all while I wait on Google to load and do his thing. The the podcast emails what's going on right here yeah and, and while we're doing that we have five days y'all i'm so excited to meet and greet and smile and take pictures i am so excited oh damn we did have some voicemails all right well so let me try to play these real quick okay um like we had two voicemails i have not pre-listened to these yet so hopefully they're not too uh ridiculous yeah hope not we'll stop it if it is yeah um all right here's the first one okay i guess that's a butt dial i'm assuming that is sound like a butt dial to me all right let's go to the next one (laughs) (laughs) if i had a butt dial Uh, we were trying you know somebody didn't lock their screen (laughs) (laughs) 
unless a butt called us it could be a butt that was trying to get in contact and see what was going yeah, on yeah it didn't have a voice sorry sorry mm-hmm. we couldn't understand you mr mr butt mm-hmm. no if ass or butts actually <laughs> on that call uh all right so we got another call on monday let's see what this one is hey ron karen this is iman i haven't called in or written in a while but i hope you guys are doing well um i'm a little behind on episodes i see what y'all doing on facebook and on instagram so but i finally listened to the episode where y'all talking about the everything bagel i almost died because when I read it on Facebook, I just read it in Rod's calm voice. I was like, yeah, everything bagel is the uh, all lives matter of bagels. I was like, yeah, it's really not that, that good. It was like, it's probably like my third choice if they don't have onion or garlic. I'm like, yeah. So it's like, it's okay. But then when Rod said it, he's like, in his like fury, <laughs> I, was, I was just like, oh, <laughs> And I, I had to let go of the steering wheel, so I went swerve into another lane. <laughs> I didn't want to die, but yeah. But Rob's right about that one. It's like, I don't always agree with him on food, but he's right on this one. My child does love sliders, but I mean, it's kind of, it's a little kid burger. It's not really for adults. You might make little slider sandwiches. Those are nice. Those can be good. But sliders, they're always dry. They, uh, uh, they're, they're never good, at least for adults. For little kids, yes. All right. I love you guys. You're so funny. And thank you for all the laughs. I've really been needing them. Um, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Amon. And yes, yeah, sliders are for children. It's a perfect time to eat sliders. Those are the people who should get excited about going to crystals or whatever the fuck. Cause they children. They, you know how you know a slider is not even a fucking burger? No one ever asked, how would you like your slider? No, when you do sliders, they go, okay. Burn to a crisp. It's the only way they got them. Because it's just too little meat to, to give a fuck about medium, medium well. Yeah, but you sure ain't. <coughs> it's and all I, the same. And I've ordered sliders before, and they'll be like, okay, <laughs> they'll ask you medium, medium well, rare. All right. Can't believe people call They're like, no, we're just going to put your shit on the grill to this black. And I'm glad you heard the truth. But, and for the record, I was calm about how I felt about everything bagels. <laughs> I was absolutely calm when I posted those statuses. It wasn't until a podcast that shall not be named <laughs> tried to come for my neck. And that's when I got excited. I said, oh, okay. They tossed you in the pit. Yeah. They chose, tossed me in the pit with Tariq Nasheed, Steve Harvey, R. Kelly. Like these egregious, horrible human beings. They threw me in the pit with, with them. And I, I said, I, now see, now I got to stand for, the, for myself. Cause how I'm supposed to respect myself if I let that happen? Hmm. <laughs> All right, we had emails. Let's get to these. Uh, Mocha Minute says, "Hey there, Rod and Karen. Uh, even though I won't be making it to the live show, uh, fights the air. I want to congratulate you on this big accomplish oh accomplishment. Oh, and wish you happy early birthday. I'm so glad that I found your podcast. Karen's laugh gets me through my day. I now make a podcast, even though I may not work as hard or put out as much content. I know how dedicated you have to be." to to doing this so kudos yeah that's a beautiful thing is uh when people start a podcast i'm like uh especially if they're like you guys inspire me you know i'll start a podcast because y'all um i'm always like that person will then appreciate exactly how much work it is because mm-hmm, a lot of times they hit us back later on and they be like dog this is a lot of work we be like yeah, yeah. it really is it's like yo ass be working i'm like exactly like i did 
basically about eight to ten hours of work yesterday mm-hmm. i was exhausted like at the end of the day i was like i need to lay my fucking ass down and go to sleep you know uh, i'm tired right now actually to be honest but um and i'm not glorifying it on some like work till you're tired i mean it's okay to be tired from work but i don't want to be tired all the goddamn time and that's why you catch us taking more days off or skipping things here and there making the show shorter it's because you know i i do like everybody we all need our breaks and stuff um after we do the live show i'm sure i'm taking a break i don't give a mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. like niggas have just had to get used to that should have been there i don't know what to say like this has been a lot of planning um months of planning right and that's the stuff that doesn't contribute to people listening to the show at the time Mm-mm. they don't know but it's work behind the scenes a lot of meetings and 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 getting up and and rearranging stuff and a lot of talking and yeah it is it was a lot of work i am so excited it's here but y'all this has been months in the making Mm -hmm. this is like my marathon like when we get right we get off that stage i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna take a take some time for myself Mm -hmm. um when karen was talking about pirate's booty i wanted to let her know about the pirate's booty at trader joe's first the huge bag is only a dollar 99 i don't know what the prices are for your grocery stores in Mm mc but here in maryland they want three to five dollars for the pirate's booty in stores the one from trader joe's is really good there's a white cheddar flavor and a sour cream and onion sour cream and onion Huh? I might have to go check out Trader Joe's because I can find it at Walmart. The sour cream and onion is not my fave. The white cheddar is a staple, but you might like it. I stick with the white cheddar. Um, I'm I'm about to reach year one. My actual anniversary is September 22nd, so I said in year two I wanted to keep in touch as much as possible, folks. I would like to think that includes Queen Karen and Uncle Rodimus. You know that cooking uncle who always cooking dinner and saying, "Hey, stop by if you want to play." I just threw this together. <laughs> I want to also tell you thank you for always being a voice, always making me laugh and making me think. Even though I know you were being satirical to a point about Lauren Hill, I understood completely what you were saying about the on the pregame about the different rules for Lauren. The miseducation is still a classic, and no one can tell me different. Come on, yeah, like I said, I had to stop talking about Lauren Hill because people was starting to be like so seriously yeah and i don't know when it got to that point with her where it's almost blasphemous to be like i don't know i feel like she gets double standard that's not really fair i feel like a lot of women do mm-hmm. in hip-hop um but then at the same time like um like 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 for example with cardi b and nikki like you know cardi tried to fight nikki and da 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 um and i've listened to people talk bad about just them and i can't believe they would do this and you know this is you know it's ghetto it's ratchet it's bad it's this but those same people when nipsey hustle like slapped the dude that video went viral they were laughing at the dude to get slapped they was applauding nipsey and shit it's just like it's just weird double standards but but like i said i don't want to get back into the Lauren hill thing but i i, I like that's why we have a podcast and that's why our shit stands apart from some other shit and that's why other people's shows stand apart from ours because we have different opinions and that was something i do feel strongly about is that people were people could have had a little more empathy for lauren than they showed and they definitely have more empathy for certain people that have been way worse to folks way worse and and i don't understand where 
the revisionist history comes in you know i I think also when it comes to you know the crowd kind of turning on people and stuff and it you know and i'm here for jokes like i'm not knocking jokes i get it but when it comes to like turning on folks there's kind of a social capital to doing it and a lot of people are invested in that and so they want to be like i also insulted this person you know it's it's like anchorman with brick where they get in a fight and 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 brick is like uh um what no and they're like i love you man i love you man and then he goes i love lamp and it's like that's right brick just wanted to be involved like brick like brick shit didn't even make sense he just wants to be involved and i think that happens sometimes with social media mm-hmm. where it's like a pile on like we're all shitting on lauren hill this week because robert glasper said something and this is our chance to let it out and then it becomes that you know um norm mcdonald last week uh, you know it's, he's never been funny when wanda sykes uh when wanda sykes was working on the roseanne program all of a sudden she's never been funny she's not i've always thought she was trash you know it's that it's that shit where i'm like i how the fuck did this person make millions of dollars sell out of like <laughs> and not be good at their jobs all these jobs like like makes a living off of being funny but they was never funny you know how how is miseducation not even that good but people still mad because they buy tickets to see her perform it 20 years from then from when it came out like it must have been something you're not just buying tickets for anybody like if fucking the uh <laughs> if the uh sporty thieves said we about to go on a tour for 20 years ago when we had that one album we'd be like man you don't get the fuck out of my face that album wasn't that good that's like like people do feel a way about that album and maybe that's what where we lost it at is uh in the age of social media her coming back and and with the you know and, and missing the concert dates and shit and being late uh maybe it's just a where it's easier to turn on her than to be like yeah that shit happens you know and but like i like her album but i also feel like it's highly unprofessional for her to do this correct like i, I think there's a line anyway uh finally would would love to have you both on the pod and would like to come back to tbgwt i was thinking sometime october november for my show whenever you have time for your show uh love always and sorry for the long email stephanie yep i'll let me try to save this and i'll get back to you um about scheduling that or 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 actually you know what you're listening to this email us when Mm -hmm. about the um when you want to have a song and we'll figure something out we'll figure it out that's the best way to reach us yeah email is always better people always send me like direct messages messages yeah a lot of times y'all we don't see them we see them late if you ever want to get in contact with us about scheduling being on the show us any of that stuff just email the blackout who tips at gmail.com because i cannot always guarantee you we will see your dms um backbiting massage this is a kiana who says so this chick has been doing the biting therapy for over 40 years but just started charging 24 years ago so she was biting people for free for all that time that's a good point <coughs> she had to practice and hone her craft for 16 years of backbiting what the fuck white people i need to know what the conversation to get people to consent to let you bite them sounds like because if she asked me i'd have been stuttering like that sound clip of killer mike and the rules say that she has to clean her mouth but what about the client taking a bath this whole thing sounds disgusting love y'all yeah that's pretty nasty i don't want to be bit on the back mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Anyone it sounds unsanitary 
yeah anyone and then i gotta pay him for it charlotte recommendations alexandria writes in hi i thought at one point i heard you say on the show that there would be y'all would be giving recommendations of what to do while people are in town for mm-hmm. the live show i may have made this up if so my bad nah you didn't make it you up you didn't make it up if not well is there a web page i missed or an episode i should go back and listen to specifically i know you guys do give a lot of recommendations in your general conversation but just making sure there wasn't a specific resource i missed if not i can also use my googles instead see you at the live show alex uh yeah we did i we, i really just forgot to do that episode um but uh we can give some recommendations right now go ahead karen Oh, you want to get right now? Okay. I, like I said, it was something I was going to sit down and actually plan Okay. Well, for. then, um. I'm sorry. We'll do it later in the week. We got yeah. guests tomorrow and, and Monday. So maybe we'll do a Tuesday, Tuesday. episode. If yeah. not, then, uh, maybe, uh, we'll work it, work it into the other episodes. But I, I mean, just in general, um, there's a lot of restaurants and stuff that we like to go to. If mm-hmm. you follow us on Yelp, you'll see the, um, some of our reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can uh go by that um i mean i give a list the thing is downtown where if if you get a hotel downtown we don't really go downtown a lot to eat but it's a bunch Um, of restaurants but there's a bunch of shit like by the by the um venue there's so much shit i like i don't even know where to begin um so but uh yeah we'll i'll tuesday i'll try to we'll if we do a show tuesday or if not we'll work it into another episode or something we'll figure something out guys we got y'all yeah we'll we'll get a list together because i want to give you guys a list of the activities that are happening uh emily says hi rod and karen it feels weird to write an introduction as if we don't know each other because you all been my cousins in my head and i became a listener back in 2011 the four loco podcast extravaganza is what changed me from being a casual to a faithful listener that shit was epic so i go way back so i accept the judgmental side eyes the two of you might be giving me as this is long overdue i'll also leave a five-star review so i can stop ducking my head every time (laughs) the church secretary asked the visitors to stand (laughs) it's been amazing to watch the growth of your show listening to you two has helped me grow as a person as well i've been through many life changes while being a listener and i appreciate the show being a welcome background noise in some of the storms in my life oh karen from mm-hmm. you i've learned the liberation that comes from being unapologetically oneself no one can do karen like you do and that gives us a lot that gives a lot of us validation to follow suit and to be our best selves with no apologies thank you thank you thank you like i said is uh being yourself is something that's underrated because everybody tells everybody to be themselves but everybody is trying to do everything to be like everybody else and not want to be an individual because everybody wants to be accepted by the group. Everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to find a tribe. But what I realized about to be told about being yourself, sometimes that means you're going to be alone. <laughs> and that's something that people don't want to accept because sometimes you're going to be the quirky one in the group. You're going to be the weird one. You're going to be the odd one. You're going to be the one that people think don't take nothing seriously you know you're gonna be the one that uh it's a lot of shit that come with just actually just sit down and say who am i because that's a question that a lot of people never ask themselves their whole life has been what has other people thought about me and not actually who am i (laughs) you know who am i as individual person not me as a mother not me as a wife but who am i you know and that's actually a really deep question particularly with women 
women are never really allowed to ask themselves that because society and even other women consider you selfish for asking yourself who am i trying to find out who you are you know trying to get to what you like what you don't like what makes you feel comfortable what doesn't because a lot of times when you realize who you are uh people ain't gonna like it because that means you're gonna tell people no that means you're gonna be like i'm not doing this i'm not doing that that means you have standards <laughs> that means it's gonna be some bullshit that you're not gonna put up with that means people gonna have hurt feelings and just gonna have to deal with hurt feelings you know uh that means you're not gonna go with the flow in a lot of things because i'm a really really laid-back person and because of that sometimes uh just living life people have kind of taken advantage of me out of my lack of knowledge and not sometimes realizing how the world functions sometimes and people act like there's something wrong with you for just not knowing well how the fuck do you supposed to know the world is a cruel place at times until you've actually experienced certain things um and it's 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 a process and i wish more people would actually love themselves enough to ask themselves who they are um right the deference you show karen and is inspiring and endearing your thoughtful thoughtfulness on so many subjects makes your listeners consider the experiences of others more closely i've had to re-examine my leanings towards the bougie and reconcile whether the motivations are born of respectability politics or my own true beliefs the takeaway is that if i'm made uncomfortable perhaps it is also part of me being made better on a side note we left-handers do indeed do this life thing a little better than the right world would uh would have people believe they don't know how we had to overcome come on all my life i had to fight to not get ink stains on my palm come on <laughs> that's the truth though um yeah we do see things you- in a different perspective and that's that's 100 percent serious there's science on that yeah yeah both because because the way it is i realized that with you and for other people yeah you have like the ink mark on your hands yeah but i'm i'm talking beyond the ink mark like there's been studies on just left-handed people see the world differently you know um like right-handed people they did a study with like just in video games and stuff like when you have a choice take a left path or a right path right-handed people almost always take the right path because mm. it's just the default they never think about it in any case my husband and i are so looking forward to being at the live show next week you're the main event but you're also giving me an excuse to come see my brother and my niece who also live in charlotte y'all are reunited black families and shit thank you emily thanks emily and um yeah it's interesting too because um at, at, at the live show there's gonna be a lot of couples there um and just keep in mind if you need tickets and you're gonna be in the area we still do have tickets that people have bought sent to us to give away there's also people who find out recently like i can't make it here's my tickets you know mm-hmm. so we have tickets if you're um you know in the area and you need tickets mm-hmm. you know? and tickets are still on sale and there's also of course tickets still on sale the blackoutist.com slash live 2018 uh if you want like i said if you want to just get tickets to support from far like hey i can't come but i'm just buying tickets people have been doing that we got people that um you know have hit us up and like emailed us like hey i need tickets what's up you know um so either way it's fine by us at this point we just want to have as many people there as possible to yep. have a good time yes um we got this one from detroit retiree sims who says one thing that's really unique about your podcast something that i really like about it uh, is every every so often you take the time to read an entire story from the headlines you did this with beyonce's vogue issue and lauren hill's response to robert glasser's comments i happen to read the following article from ken burns the creator writer of 
uh blackish oh kenya burris uh i am sending you the link to the article and host that you find it as interesting and infuriating as i did it also is my hope that you read it on your the black out tips podcast here are two quick excerpts that might persuade you to include it on your show um oh well i say i uh i have already saved this this article to read on the episode probably coming next week or so uh i think for fucking with black people so we will get to that article at some point you know um i don't know if we'll read the whole thing on the air or not but we'll definitely get to that article uh because i as soon as i saw he was talking because he's going to netflix and leaving abc and i know he gonna have some things to say i was like uh yeah p- yes please because i know he about to be spitting that f- them facts because um his exit from there came off of that roseanne Barr bullshit experiment yes and you took a, a flagship program like blackish and you let roseanne Barr mock it um you kowtow to her racism and let her put on anti-muslim episode and shit while at the same time you didn't want the kaepernick the 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 kaepernick discussion to happen on blackish what the fuck so yeah we'll we'll probably read that episode 1754 hurricane overdraft fees this is from terrence who says ride care and i was wondering if the officer in texas who shot mr jean had just finished a 15-hour shift how could she be come home uh to complain about noise uh, yeah like i said i'm i don't need to be a detective on this you had me at she should not have been in his house killing him right so and last one's from ada uh, i believe it's ada maybe it's ada ada who says hey rod and karen i have always used the google play store to listen to your podcast apps this week i keep kept seeing y'all talking about new shows but was only seeing serena sephora and susan at the last as the most recent one not sure if it's something on your end or google's end or maybe something with my phone other podcasts have updated with their new apps which makes me worried about what's going on with yours hopefully hoping you're staying safe with all the rain in your region hope y'all are hype and ready for the live show this week i am i wish i could be there cheers uh yeah i don't know uh i'll email google or something i'll check with them but i don't know why i would stop it's working everywhere else mm-hmm, working everywhere um, else from my understanding matter of fact let me double check real quick uh to make sure that it's working on like my itunes and shit but i mean my podcast app on my iphone but i don't know why it wouldn't be um um because yeah, yeah it's working yeah. on spotify and all the other platforms yeah so it's probably something with google play fucking up uh for our feed and i have no idea why um but somebody in the chat room said the shows update late on it like on like google it, play yeah it'll update but it don't update like right when we put it out man who knows man right because right. see these are other platforms separate from us yeah you know hopefully you can uh get you another podcast app i like rss radio mm-hmm. um but you know pod kicker is a good one yeah pod kicker is a good one. um but yeah that's that's some other i would probably just move to another app but i would double check with google play because you know if, if, if we're on there our shit needs to be updated come so on i don't know why ours wouldn't be and everybody else's is um all right guys thank you so much for listening that's it for today's feedback show uh we're gonna go out and um you know everybody's saying place be safe in the hurricane but honestly guys i'm gonna go out and hang around some trees no uh, probably uh fly a couple kites with a key tax storm um you know maybe go hang around like a place without very good drainage 
drive my car down there see what happens go hang around a few ponds and lakes mm-hmm that's what i'm into so um you know i'm I'm actually gonna live dangerously this weekend so well, i'm not no you going with me uh we both going out here and uh we probably go fishing you know something like that Ooh, you know i love i like the fish now all right we go fishing park the car real close to the water and <laughs> no hang out we're not parking the car close to the water now mm-hmm. <laughs> all right y'all uh until tomorrow oh and premium people you got a new episode of nerd off a new episode of balls esports and pregame yesterday so yes you did it's all on your premium feed uh until tomorrow i love you oh and tomorrow's guest chris lambert and then the next day hadia from black ass podcast i'm excited so hopefully the power don't go out keep your fingers crossed and none of that bad stuff happens to us here in charlotte i don't think and uh we'll be on the air at like regular tomorrow and monday all right until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.